Okay. Oh, you look beautiful, by the way. Great to see you again. Thank you. You too. I <laughs> love the mask. <laughs> uh, do you? Oh, okay, cool. Um, the idea is um, just a really freaky rapture fucking deviant, you know? Someone who mm -hmm. couldn't really exist on the surface and had to come below. So, what do you reckon? If it's. I like it. <laughs> it fits, exactly. And I just got a bit of like aquatic colors, you know, I've got green and blue and the... And it kind of fits with the mask as well, so... Just crazy, insane rapture guy. And then I might actually get uh, uh, someone from the community maybe to do some art of this character and um, kind of create maybe a story about him, so we'll see. Yeah, that'd be cool. Oh, fantastic. Um, so how is Mert? He's good. That's terrific. He's, good. he's tired. Uh, his uh, schedule for work changed a bit, so he's been like out till 4 or 5 a.m. Oh, wow. <laughs> what, is he, what does he do again? Uh, he's an electrician, and they're working on a big like office building, and when they were there during normal hours, the people on the phones were complaining about the noise, so they're like, hey, you're going to do stuff at night now. <laughs> right. That's right, that's right. Okay, cool. Well, hopefully, um, I'm just, because we're here in Australia, and all we can do, just in terms of the, the general situation, I guess, with like politics or whatever, is just send good vibes. But um, yeah. like it's it's weirdly relieving to hear that there's like something on uh, your husband to be's end like happening. Is it related to the mm -hmm. tensions? It's like no. It's just like I just I can't wait for life to go back to like normal shit and like normal things going wrong, like or yeah. things coming up and you know. So. Well, ideally, I'd hope that they'd be better <laughs> than normal when they return. Awesome. But Thank some you. sort of normalcy and just like having a routine. <laughs> That's right. Fantastic. I I completely agree. So, um, yeah. I'm another thing that I'm really stoked about is um, having Muse on and or Krizia. Uh, does she go by Krizzy or what? What's best? Not sure. <laughs> okay. Cool. 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 Um, and just seeing because I know that you guys only met last year, but there's mm -hmm. such a kinship there that you know, just like how. Because the comparison is totally fair, by the way. I'm not even kidding. You know how you saw like the Harry Potter kids like kind of grow up on screen, and you can kind of go back and kind of see. Yeah. Planning <laughs> schedules like anything can come up, but if um, you and her like end up just being able to find whatever time to do it, and it's like you'll be able to kind of see the chronicle of your friendship through the like the, that that kind of growth. I think that might be kind of cool. Um, oh, definitely. <laughs> I reckon, it's, yeah, it's it's fun. It's like a time capsule. Time capsule, exactly. I've already um, the main show uh, just reached two hundred and thirty-one episodes, so uh, I'm I'm really getting a sense of like, oh shit, I, I've been doing this for like a non. Yeah, that, that's dedication. <laughs> yeah. So um, and it's it suits suits me well because I just I I am just I'll show you later like. I just updated the podcast artwork for the main channel, and there's like the 20 different categories of um, of what I tend to talk about that like ranges into like travel, cuisine, all this kind of stuff. But there are if if it gets its own dedicated outlet, like um, like Bioshock, then mm -hmm. that's how you know it's like next level, you know, like next level mm -hmm. appreciation. So, um, and yeah, so but yeah, I mean, like. I'm also, because I'm an empath and my fiance and I are both empaths, uh, we, all we want is honestly to just 
for the rest of the world to just like just shut up and like let everyone in America like do their thing, have their say, and like mm-hmm. like you know we we're gonna talk about alternate dimensions and alternate histories in this episode because that's Bioshock in a way. Um, it'll be good to rejoin the non like the non Black Mirror. I think we talked about this last time as well. So just rejoin that less stressful timeline. But give me now because I've <laughs> taken up so many airwaves. How have you been in general with like your crafting? I know you're you stayed up a bit um, uh, creating stuff. Yeah, so um, I, I've still been playing a lot of Animal Crossing. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> but I made my island completely Bioshock themed. Okay. And even though a lot of people know Bioshock because it's been around a long time, I noticed that some of the um, newer players in the Animal Crossing community didn't really know Bioshock because, you know, most of them are like um, moms for the first time. Like, the Switch is like their first actual, like, console. (laughs) And um, they did release Bioshock for the Switch. So I was like, oh my god, you should check it out because they would come to my island and be like, wow, this is so cool. I'm like, if only you knew the stuff, (laughs) the meanings (laughs) behind everything. Um, And I had stayed up the other night to actually, um, I tried to impersonate uh, Bomb talking about um, how my island is technically another lighthouse and um, it's where the citizens and some of the little sisters and stuff escaped rapture before the fall and obviously because of the mental damage they couldn't go back to society so they inhabited this abandoned island and made another mini rapture so to speak beautiful and I just as as you did last time with bringing your ideas to who we hope is listening which is people with 2k with Bioshock uh, in the in that ability to kind of do this, what 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 um what Eric is suggesting here, which is, please start really tapping into what you have on your hands with Bioshock, because I still think as much as there's a, a fandom around in the community, and this has nothing to do with like cash grab or whatever, it's just the license itself, the premise itself is so rich with, um in the, all the directions it can go. Like I would love to see like more novels about it, but at the same time, I would be totally on board. Like I have that. Ability to be like, you know what, if they do a line of like brand new like Bioshock plushies or whatever, like, or if they do like a kitty, yes. <laughs> a kitty anima- animated series focused just on the little sisters, here's a pitch. So the little sisters, obviously, as you say, like mentally, there's some uh, issues there, quite understandably. Um, the, the, the Animal Crossing verse that you created could basically be how they see the world, and like everything's like bright and happy and stuff, but in the real world it's like super grammy and, and, and awful but like what if that's like a, a trick of their um perception like that's the, how they because they talk in a very kind of cutesy way like oh you know mr bubbles you know um with so rose they, glasses <laughs> yes and so they mentally are living in that kind of uh, cutesy animal crossing type world so it's amazing and i'm so glad to uh hear that you kind of um found that new outlet uh which is really cool Nice. Yeah, like I knew it was a little bit of a stretch, but like, oh, it's great. I figured, you know, um, one of the the more popular villagers is Raymond, and he kind of looks like a doctor. So I was like, oh, well, you know, he tried to reverse the effects of Adam, and yeah. instead, people just uh, grew into animals. <laughs> there, <laughs> somehow tied together. Totally. Okay, so we've got her um, ready. Okay, you can hop on now, and I'll just send her the link again, I suppose. 
I like how she was waiting for permission to be invited. It's like, what are you doing? You're the host. <laughs> it's so crazy. Um, okay, hold on a sec. Just going to send her the link again. Did you like how the last one turned out? I did. <laughs> That's really good. I, I do like to, to kind of do all the sort of um, atmosphere enhancing things. Okay, so she yeah. should be jumping in any moment now. Hopefully. Hopefully. And another thing I've uh, <laughs> developed because of all the years of podcasting is I just don't do the dead air thing. It's like there's just always stuff to kind of riff about. So mm -hmm. it's like, and some, it's, it's so interesting. Some podcasts actually do do that. Um, they just sort of go quiet for like, <laughs> and I'm like. Well, a certain amount is, is building the suspense. Once you reach that uh, point, then it's just awkward. <laughs> exactly, exactly. And, um, and so, I, again, as I think I mentioned, I won't go on about it too much, but one of my main reasons for even getting into podcasting is because I just felt like a, a disproportionate amount of podcasts just do not respect the listener's time, uh, either by, mm -hmm. like, discussing really uninteresting stuff or whatever. But anyway, we have finally, since the inception of the first kind of discussions we were having and comments about, I would say probably, like, four months ago or so, Izzy. It was longer than that. <laughs> it, was, it was longer than that, but we actually have Muse.Luft, aka Grizia, aka Izzy, joining us. There she is. Fantastic. Good to see you. Sorry, Beautiful. I couldn't hear you for a sec. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. How are you? Hello. It's I like have... the day I met you. <laughs> Can you hear me okay? Yeah, absolutely. Kizia, how have you been? I've been good. <laughs> yeah, life. Life. life yeah, yeah, life. Yeah. Like, you know, up and down. You get good days, you get bad days. That's right. That's right. Um, but look, I just, uh, Erica and I were just riffing about, yeah, trying to kind of stave off being overtly existential and full of dread, and we're just both kind of keeping busy. Um, but we also touched on how, like, she, she went, she started talking about her Animal Crossing venture. And just about how the way that the little sisters, and I think each of you with your uh, cosplay counterparts, you know, little sister for Erica and Elizabeth for uh, for Krizia, there's a there's a kinship there that again, my sisters like they, um, you know, I actually again I think I mentioned this. I'm such an old man. Old old men tend to just like tell the same story over again. <laughs> but I back in like 1998, like I was the one kind of getting into the cosplay thing, and then my sisters kind of took over. And one thing I would always observe and like increasingly respect over the years is that in order to really like spend the amount of time that you do on a on a um, on a, uh, a cosplay, it actually you you tend to kind of meld with the person because you're just sort of in that sphere of who they are, and you develop like a deep kinship. So that's why, as I've been, I haven't been throwing that term around. Like you both are scholars, respectively, of your of your um, you know respective kind of spheres. Uh, of, of like the, the Bioshock kind of realm, you know, and I love that we have both, you know, Infinite and uh, and the, you know, original Bioshock uh, represented here by each of you. It's kind of feels like the, the UN of Bioshocks. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Best of all the worlds in one. We Definitely. Like free, we'd like to be free-flowing here, and at Muse, you need to go on all the tangents. This is your actual cathartic <laughs> outlet for all of your... Um, for all of your Bioshock kind of pitches, ideas, or whatever, and I know you have some Disney crossover <laughs> Bioshock stuff to discuss. 
But um, but just imagine like a UN of all of like, for example, like an interdimensional UN of like Comstock, Andrew Ryan, and it's like all the different kind of crazy dystopias. Like I don't know, that's just riffing. I really happy. tried to get Justin to come, oh, <laughs> but he had he, he had some family things. So I was like, don't worry, there there'll be many more. That's right. That's right. It would have um, been it would have been nice to have Booker though. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been. Um, yes, it would have been. Um, so also, context for my costume, it, it was a bit thrown together. I didn't have anything on brand. And again, my sisters are more in the uh, the realm of the dedicated cosplay craft. And um, I'm sure they would have jumped at the chance to make me something or whatever. I decided not to do goth or anything. But my thing here is Rapture Deviant. So it's a generic Rapture guy who was like, they couldn't fucking handle me on the surface. So I came down to kind of freak out with all the freaks in, in, in Rapture. So, and like they just, I yeah. Like and that kind of suits me because I'm a, I like to kind of consider myself uh, outside of you know conventions as I'm <laughs> sure both of you. I think Bioshock kind of tends a troublemaker. To... <laughs> that's right. That's right. Bioshock kind of draws the outsiders, and um, Ken Levine, I think he poured a lot of his feelings of, uh, you know, um, self isolation and uh, having your own mind and your own thoughts. But anything taken to extremes <laughs> is is not the best. I really like your I really like your costume because for me. Before you said anything, what I thought was like you were this gangster that yeah. in Rapture they did not like, but yeah, oh, they ruined your face. But they're like, he's smart though. We'll keep him. Okay, <laughs> okay, yeah, they could've, I could have been yeah, like some kind of fucking Adam, like like fuck up with the Adam and Eve kind of experiment, you know? And uh, so it's just messed with my face, and it's like this almost like a maybe a. Um, like a local legend of you know that one guy who has always sees the fedora and the creepy kind of <laughs> interdimensional face, and it could also be because if you go to the um, um, let's see, I'm gonna break the illusion now because I'm only I've only got the suit from the waist up. So, <laughs> in um, back in the conceptualization phase, there was um, uh, a pitch actually for enemies that had been caught between dimensions. So this is a bit gross, but there you go. Oh, that looks cool. That's right. So I'm not too far off canon, I suppose, with like person with kind of fucked up interdimensional face, but um, Well, America. before plastic surgery, that's how the warriors would come home from, you know, World War One and Two and stuff, like yeah. all disfigured. So Someone. definitely possible. Someone's been watching Boardwalk Empire, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. Well, no spoilers just, here. It's I just era. know uh, random stuff. Same era, though. But um, I've been going on way too much. You two need to, just like Last of Us podcast, I needed to start getting um, Anne-Marie and uh, uh, <laughs> Catherine to start reining me in because I'm like the producer that keeps talking. You need to like slowly take over this show. No pressure, like we record whenever, whenever it suits. But Erica needs to be like, okay, Albert, like let's move it along. You need to do well, that. I, I, I wanted, I wanted to ask Erica something actually because you started saying that, um, you know how when we get into cosplay, it's some like for mo most of us, it's more like we feel an extension of yourself. Like yes. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And, and it, it it gives you that type of courage that you can't necessarily find elsewhere. Mm -hmm. That's wonderful. It was hard for me at first because when I first played Bioshock, like I fell in love with the game. Still in love. But when I wanted to cosplay her, 
in my mind, I was like, I can never be her. Big shoes to fill, <laughs> yeah. Well, also because I'm Hispanic and I am dark. <laughs> no, so, so that, I mean, I know the that's a sensitive topic in the cosplay community, but you can literally cosplay whoever. Yeah. It doesn't even matter. Really and does. even when it comes to accuracy, unless you're getting paid by like the producer of the content, it doesn't matter. Also, and even when I'm giving advice, it's, you know, whatever fits your body and whatever is comfortable. Because if you're not in a comfortable cosplay, it becomes a job and it's no longer fun. I yes. want to say here, here to that. But also, uh, Chrysia, uh, Hispanic, uh, whatever whatever color, but yeah, Hispanic, Elizabeth is canon. You're just in a different timeline. Exactly. She's <laughs> canon because of the infinite universes. So you are representing canon Elizabeth from that timeline. So, okay. So you need to like own that. Yeah, it just felt really good. Like my first, well, my first uh, Kineticon was the year before um, I met Erica. I think it was 2018. I was okay. Harley. Oh. And I was really, really nervous to be Harley from Suicide Squad because I was like, people are not going to like it because, you know, I'm, I'm tan or whatever. But I went. And everyone was like, oh my god, let me take a picture with you. And I was like, oh, no one notices. <laughs> I just see the character and it was great. And then the next year when I saw Erica and I, I got into Elizabeth, I was still very nervous. But like people just saw the character and it was great. And it made me feel like like I belonged. It was great. Oh, that's so sweet. <laughs> yes. Um, I think that segues us perfectly into because uh, last episode I... I uh, uh, gave Erica the floor, or rather she took the floor because you just do whatever you guys, it's it's your show. Um, but Kirzia, if you wanted to kind of uh, introduce yourself and um, go into your kinship with and engagement with Bioshock, the origins, go for it. Okay, well, hello, my name is Kirzia. <laughs> um, most people call me Izzy or actually, I lie, most people call me Muse because that's what everyone knows me <laughs> on my social media. <laughs> Guilty. They'll ask, ask me, what should I call you? And I'm like, you can call me whatever. <laughs> I'll respond. <laughs> um, I don't know. My, my persona has just become news. Um, mm -hmm. We'll get into that story later. That's okay. <laughs> or right now, it's just I've always heard people saying that uh, the way I am, my creativity inspires them somehow. And at first I'd never really understood like, what do you mean I inspire you? What do I do? I'm just myself. But like growing up, I've, I've just molded into this person who is Muse now. So. Yeah. Uh, you remind me of my fiance so much and you too, uh, uh, Erica, because it's like, there's this thing of like, but what? But what do you mean? Like I'm inspired. And it's yes. so endearing. It's so endearing. I'll tell you a story. Uh, if you guys were at our, because we're, getting married next year that's the you know plan with COVID um I would tell this I'll give you a preview of what I'm gonna say with like the cheers or whatever so one time I uh, uh you know Ray she didn't have a drink like everyone had like their drink or whatever and and I poured her uh and we don't drink so it's just like water and um and uh <laughs> she she I, it, I actually thought she didn't have one turns out she did but when we when I went to kind of give her a cheers you know um and she's like, no, thanks. I already have one. And it was like, <laughs> that's how her mind, th instead of thinking about like, oh, she's just trying to cheers me. It's like, yeah, thanks. I already have one. And I was like, that is such a unique way of, of thinking. And there's this sense that, I mean, it's, it's, you see, you hear it in a bunch of songs, certainly from the 20s and 30s, which is 
like the purview of Bioshock, but just the idea of uh, someone not knowing how beautiful they are and kind of being a bit puzzled by the idea of like, what, am I this person? Am I this person who would deserve being cheers to? Uh, and it's like, mm -hmm. I'm not trying to give you a glass of water. I know you already have one. I'm trying to give you like a little cheers to be like, thank you for being who you are. So you're both all, you're all from that same cloth <laughs> of like super humble fucking creative people. So that's the same. Like Erica, thank you for being who you are. <laughs> I miss you. I was so happy. Thank you. I know I was so bummed yeah, that they kind of yeah. canceled the uh, con this year, but definitely a good call. But um, I, I definitely feel that because um, it doesn't happen very often, but specifically when I go like to a couple stores like Walmart and like Hot Topic, there's like the couple people that are like, is that you? And I'm like, what are you talking about? I'm just me. <laughs> and especially because I've only, because not including this year because we didn't have the con, I've only been doing this cosplay for two years. So for it to have enough context for people to be like, hey, you, I'm just like, what? <laughs> And it doesn't seem like that. Like it, your confidence level is so high. <laughs> and I'm like, she must be have, like have done this for years. But hearing that you've no. only done, it, I'm like, can I get to your level? <laughs> but it's like you said, you're just you, you know. And I mean, definitely putting like this on, it's like, yeah, yeah. Like you, it's that feeling of like confidence. Like I said, that you can't necessarily always get there. Other days, you know. And I do feel that, like, clothing can, you know, it, it does more than just express you, but it can lift you up. You know, like, when you're hanging out in your PJs, you're like, eh. And then when you dress up on this, you're like, ooh. Like, <laughs> it, it, clothes make you feel a certain way. It and does. cosplay taps into that and just takes it to the next level. And especially because it is, uh, you know, fandom. People get obsessed over things and they're like yeah that that's my niche and then they're like that's my niche too and then we have like this where we have bonds hmm. i i am a scorpio so <laughs> i am too what are you, Erica? <laughs> no i'm taurus <laughs> taurus that's my sister as well she's just red so cool okay so scorpios and two scorpios and a taurus and what is, <laughs> do you know justin what he is a Sagittarius. <laughs> oh, cool. I dig it. Nice. Yeah. Good, good dynamics. I don't, uh, if we had a Pisces, there may be an issue. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <It'll be fun. laughs> and what is Mert? He's also Taurus. Taurus and Ray mm -hmm. is an Aries. So we have lots of, she's a fire, uh, fire sign. I'm a water sign. So this, um, but it's good. Um, uh, you know, you want that dynamism of, you don't want, I'm so curious about two Tauruses though. Like, how does that work? Like, Horns. Well, there's a big misconception about Tauruses being, like, stubborn. Mm. And, like, we can be if we feel strongly about something, but it's more of that we have a routine, mm. and when you break the routine, we get mad. <laughs> you break routine, I break you. <laughs> <laughs> I break you. Like, we, we are, we're not keen to sudden change. We, we like, change slowly. Okay. That's cool. That's cool. Um... Wow, I I honestly uh, we could go into just like honestly, <laughs> yeah, Bioshock. <laughs> what, what the thing is, Ken Levine, he just did that mic drop of like, I honestly think it is. He not, opened all the doors. <laughs> literally every possible door. Uh, I want to say that this is across media. I don't think I've read a book this way or seen a a, a film. It's certainly not a sequel where they literally say um, I, this. This also speaks to how many kind of 
um, conventions he had to break with Infinite in particular, you know that he had some 2K people being like, no, 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 don't do, do Infinite last. Do that like as the 12, like, like Bioshock 12. Don't do it now because then, you know, but he just said like, fuck it. Like, why not? Like, and mm-hmm. it's, it is very inspiring. So I, I as you saw, I, I did my own pitch. I guess we can do a quick little round table. Have each of you um, speculated. Uh, we'll go with um, um, uh, Chris. Bigger, oh, Izzy, Muse. <laughs> we'll we'll figure it out. Uh, we'll start with you. We'll circle, do it the round table. Have you thought about num part four and uh, kind of speculated about settings and what what would be your for your listeners? Uh, sorry for your viewers and like community tuning in. Here's your time to kind of be like, here's my idea for Bioshock Four. You know. Well, I um I haven't really looked into a lot of the news that's coming out yet because I kind of want to be surprised. Mm-hmm. I don't want. Like what's happening with oh what is that game? That's cool. There's a no, there's a game. Uh, Keanu Reeves is in it. Oh, Cyberpunk 2077. That one. Yep. yep. That one. <laughs> Justin would hate me for forgetting it, but <laughs> Cyberpunk. Like every time there's a announcement and everyone's like all excited, and then oh it's pushed back, pushed back, and mm-hmm. I don't want that to happen to me. So I try not to see too many oh, news oh, of the new Bioshock <laughs> in <laughs> my head. I'm just thinking, like, what if they do it in space? I might hate it, but like it. <laughs> I'm like, I don't know. It would be very interesting. But at the same time, like, I don't want it to feel like a fifth element movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, that's actually, if you, the thing is, what would you say are the in- essential ingredients? And I'll, I'll field this to, to Erica, too. Um, the essential ingredients of of Bioshock. Ken has revealed them himself. He's like, it's like these three things. It's like innovative gameplay. I'm like, Ken, stop downplaying the fucking majesty you've created. He's like, Ugh. so what is that? What is the definitive Bioshock kind of experience for you? What are the essential elements apart from the lighthouse and the girl and the, you know? I feel like right here in my heart that they're not going to do anything with like a girl and a lighthouse and that's what i'm scared of because i'm like no that's a big part you have to of bioshock yeah it has to be. and i think it has to be a female protagonist frankly like and that's not smoke blowing or uh white knighting or whatever it's just it, 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 like if you're talking about multiple dimensions like what comes after infinity like the feminine is just that it is just that circle shape of like all these directions and like and you know eric and i uh, we talked about the idea of what was it like between between the dimensions like yeah so basically because all the doors have opened you could hop through the times and you go through all the decades and experience everything that would be it for me (laughs) i fucking hype out every time you say that it's like i may as well be watching a trailer of that happening whenever you say that it just weirdly it's like yeah hopping between them like you just take infinite and just like give it a bunch of nitro and run with it (laughs) fuck yeah i love it um I don't know if you've if you've seen uh, any of Satoshi Kon's films. There's one called um, Millennium Actress that she actually goes through her life's journey as an actress. But in the film, it's as if you're going through each century of Japan like history. Oh. And in my head too, I was thinking, what if they do that with like Bioshock, like one yeah. main character? And I was thinking maybe they would take a little sister from the first one because you know they grow up. And yeah. if you get the good ending, yes. That's beautiful. You take one of the sisters, and she just continues like the whole Elizabeth jumping through everything. 
It's just yeah, well, because that links back into my um, Animal Crossing thing of them not truly being able to return to society because yeah. of the stuff that they went through. So yeah. then it's then how do they cope? What do they do? What's the next step? Mm. I'm just reading up Satoshi Khan. It's it's incredible. Thank you for that. Um, uh, you know that name drop where I'll be putting stuff in the um, uh, description for people. And as yes. we go along, I'll, uh, that's what's great. I love interactive art form as a launching platform for like further learning about history. I'm sure a lot of people uh, learned about Ayn Rand for the first time uh, through Bioshock. And I hadn't heard the word American exceptionalism and all that kind of stuff and, sin, until Infinite. So I guess we could throw that uh, into the onto the table of Erica. Um, the central <laughs> philosophical, what would be an interesting thing to, to kind of map the next Bioshock about? I mean, I know it's already kind of been confirmed, but you know how you have Big Sister and Big Daddy protecting little sisters, and you have Songbird and Elizabeth. There has to be something else that is the protector and the quote-unquote damsel in distress. Mm. <laughs> so that, to me, that, that that is a core element that has to be there. And I'm pretty yeah. sure it was confirmed that something of that line will be there. Of course. But that is, that is at the heart of it for me, obviously. <laughs> oh, I can almost okay. hear. No, you, you go ahead. Oh, no. I just wanted to say, like, I, I've noticed that when uh, a gaming company decides to put a girl as the main character, not many people really like it. They like the mm -hmm. whole man. Yeah. You know, like like Booker Elizabeth and, and the big daddy and little sister. So I'm like, Dynamic. oh, wait, mm -hmm. like... Time to change it. It's really, it's really time to change it. I won't say it's yeah. cringe, but there are some moments where I'm like, it's oh, dominated. Yeah. It's it's dominated. Yeah, and and um, uh, yeah. See, I should or at least give you the the choice. Like, I just yeah. started playing uh, Genshin Impact, and in the beginning, you get to choose your gender, and yeah. then either way, it's technically the same storyline. It's just that you have to rescue your other twin that you didn't choose. You know, it's just the right. same plot. <laughs> We need to break more ground into the, you know, what Tomb Raider did a bit, but also with, you know, Mirror's Edge. It's just, just more female-led. It's like, what are you fucking, like, come on, just come out of the 30s. You know, like, let's keep the setting in the 30s if you want, but let's step out. <laughs> and nothing would be more of a symbolic, resounding affirmation of that than to make it, not only is it a female protagonist, but it is various different versions and realities of that same female protagonist going into... Like that is the challenge I give, and also we have a great, a huge a likelihood of that with the director, uh, and uh, we keep forgetting her name because it's so far out, and we haven't just like memorized. Have you uh, from Cloud Chamber? She's wonderful. What is? I her know name? her face. I'm better with faces. <laughs> yeah, me too. I only know of her face. <laughs> but also, I want to say, okay, to Cloud Chamber, who's definitely tuning in, and I'm manifesting this because you're looking at your two <laughs> hosts for Bioshock Four premiere event 2022 LA right here okay you need to be this is the beginning of this <laughs> rapport that we'll be it's building a dream yes no, <laughs> it's no dream it's gonna be it's happening and I cannot wait for that day it's gonna be great episode well, maybe it special. might happen 23 if corona doesn't go away oh god, god forbid <laughs> what if it's um could you I mean of course we could wait we all have we're, you're both such like well-rounded and seemingly like no definitely. we've waited this long already <laughs> yeah, waited this long and then you know you're both uh like I love when people are like yeah I can do other things you know I can I'm, mm -hmm. it's fine yeah, yeah. especially yeah. if it just makes it that much like better yeah. like one of the big things that I really realized and then when I was deep diving into videos later on 
um, even uh, Ken Levine mentioned that when he was designing Bioshock, uh, you know, you are enclosed technically. Like you, like if I'm in Genshin Impact and I go into an area that I'm not supposed to be in yet, the little mini character is like, "Hey, let's do that later," and then pushes you away from that barrier. Yeah. And a couple times she's killed me, but <laughs> there isn't any of that in Bioshock because Rapture, you're completely enclosed. You're surrounded by water. And then in Infinite, you're on a floating island. Like, if you step off that, you're dead. Yeah. But having that sort of unseen guided hand mm. is really nice. It doesn't break that reality of, like, oh, hey, you can't go there now. Like, yeah, that's right. It, it, it snaps you back to, well, that sucks. <laughs> okay. Awesome, awesome. Um, I, we have a comment uh, on the Ooh. post where I posted, like, have a comment. So this game is excellent, easily has some of the best storytelling in any video game. Do you guys believe that Bioshock's development has helped unique individuals such as ourselves create a desire to be different in a way that we can connect to the outside world? Very, very um, perceptive question. Um, question. I'll field it to uh, Krizia. Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, this is as, as hazing as we get here. We just throw you a few more questions than usual. <laughs> It was a very... Could you read, like, the yeah. ending again? I, I kind of got lost. Yeah, so do you guys believe that Bioshock's development has helped unique individuals, such as ourselves, create a desire to be different in a way that we can connect to the outside world? Now that I read it again, it is a little bit all over the place, but I suppose the, the question is just about... Um, uh, you know, the idea embrace of... Embrace your individuality. Embrace your individuality. And, and it is it is... Something where Ken was like, I don't care if this sounds weird or strange. I am going to have little sisters. I am going to have big daddies. It is going to be Adam. It is going to be Eve. It's going to be Ayn Rand. So it is this uh, celebration, if you want, of individuality, which is what um, Andrew Ryan's thing was, you know, uh, his entire central thing. So ce uh, Bioshock is a celebration of individuality. So I'll throw it to you again, Chris. All I know is, are you sure it wasn't a Lutes who did that comment? It sounds very Lutes to me. <laughs> flip flop, flip flop, exactly. Yeah. It's like they're trying to say so many things and confuse me. Um, well, I think part of it is it, it combines a lot of things. Because yeah. gaming is an art form. Cosplay is an art form. Art in general is going against the grain and very unique because everyone has a different perspective. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's the role of art to, to challenge and make people think on deeper layers than just, you know, uh, design. Design is sort of like functional art and then literature in, in its own way is, yeah, I mean, it's art unto itself, it's creativity, but, you know, I think art that has the purpose of just stretching and deepening your understanding of yourself and the world is like, that's art. So, and by far and away. Philosophy. Mm -hmm. Philosophy. I mean, we have the term ludonarrative dissonance because of Bioshock, which is, mm -hmm. it actually has directly added to the scholarship surrounding the study of the interactive art form. I'm such a fucking scholar. <laughs> it's such a nerd. I can own it all though. No, I'm so excited because um, I've been watching a lot more of um, the Bioshock Hub mm. on YouTube and um, one that they did fairly recently talked about uh, the other job listing that they had released and it, it talks about um, the AI and trying okay. to work with the AI and basically make it smarter and I'm like, what if it learns how you play the game and then combats you that way? Yeah. Like, mm. <laughs> it'd be a nightmare and a dream at the same time. Kind of would be. We are on that frontier of uh, things having that machine learning aspect where they just tailor themselves organically to to each 
individual player. So that's going to be interesting. Mm -hmm. um, I also think that each person who cosplays as anyone in the Bioshock universe, they just feel, you know, more connected. So the story to them is just very important. Mm. But it's like each, like the way I cosplay Elizabeth would be different from the way Erica, if she ever cosplays as Elizabeth <laughs> in her version. Or set like, all the way. <laughs> and then my little sister, like it will be our own, our own you character. You put your own spin though, on it. Yeah. You can you know, take like, yourself and put it in their universe. Yeah. So I that's feel like that's yeah. how, that's how we make, I, I think that's why a lot of people love Bioshock because it's like, I can just make it my own mm -hmm. and then yes, if someone says definitely. if someone says no it's not canon you just say lighthouses <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> John. Oh, love it absolutely and that is the gift that uh levine gave us with um with infinite that it can be so many things i think <laughs> i just love how he got so fucking existential near the end if you look at his interviews he's because he was pushed back a few times and then you know elizabeth has that comment she has of uh you know the uh, the duke and dimwitch i think she comes dimwit dimwit and duke she comes across one she's like this one was delayed three times like and it was supposed to be like a a, t a tip of the cap to um to levine having to delay it because i'm sure at some point someone was like wait a minute we're gonna we're gonna go there it's like yes racial injustice we're gonna go there yes extreme xenophobia and isolationism and i directly attribute <laughs> Like Levine right now is Andrew Ryan slash Comstock because he's fucking vanished. <laughs> he's like, <laughs> like he's he's created Ghost Story games and he's doing this thing which is when um, just like this very Lutes type question when he explains what the game is you go I I, I see that you said some words there but and and be, the reason why and he says that um, if you're not and David Bowie says this actually as well if you're not in the realm where you're not making you're a little bit not making sense then you're not really breaking any new ground like you need to someone came up to someone like with steve jobs and said and no 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 there's no buttons you just you just move your finger and then the person's like i don't it doesn't <laughs> it's like you're just you're saying words now but how do you actually do the thing and then steve <laughs> jobs, no so yeah and i i love that yeah there is an um an, an a spirit of innovation to Bioshock, which even if this, the origin of it is like, oh yeah, they created a floating continent. It's because they're racists, but <laughs> they created a floating continent. There's uh, there's something curious there about what motivates people to invent, uh, invent new ways of thinking, or or, I guess you know, to think that they have it, you know, they have it all figured out. It's like, yeah, fuck the rest of the world. It's. I think that we are living in our own version of Colombia. 2020 feels yeah. like Colombia yeah. to me. <laughs> yeah, absolutely right. It's almost scary, just the amount of grandstanding we see, like openly racist grandstanding. Like when I'm, when I was, cause I, at work, I kind of have the Bioshock Infinite script and I just kind of look through it and read. And just hearing some of the rhetoric, hearing some of the way people are speaking at, in micro, on like through microphones or whatever, or boxes or, uh, in Colombia is like, I just heard Trump say that fucking same sentence, you know, that xenophobically, that racist, you know, mm -hmm. um, oh my God, we actually, very perceptive because we are, we are so in, yeah, Colombia 2020, oh God. <laughs> but you guys are in the heart of it and we just, we're, we're, we're I mean, I'm creating my posts on, we, we won't go into, 
but why the fuck not go into politics right now? It is the scariest Halloween of my fucking life, you guys. <laughs> For like the worst reason that I never thought. You're stuck like, at home. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we all are, but, and I'm just this like Australian empath who like, I have a friend who I was like, uh, Christina, I'm, here's $25. I didn't technically vote or there's no interference, but just can you donate to Biden, please, from behalf of Ray and I. And I'm doing these things and it's like, I, I just think, you know, Levine was weirdly prescient about because we can disappear into these things. What's to say that we're not like, you know, mm. five years from like an actual Andrew Ryan Comstock figure where I'm talking like they secede, like they go find you know like it could fucking happen it's it's so scary that it's you know weirdly um you know weird, weirdly prescient no, I'm away. what i find a little more disturbing is actually um fahrenheit 455 mm. that book how they talked about you know getting lost in the technology like that and having the uh seashells in their ears which are our earbuds which are now wireless and everything like and he said in there that disconnect is literally going to be the downfall of all of us. So uh, <laughs> the grander scheme, we're all screwed. <laughs> I just, Izzy, I just came up with this. Or, or, and I want to feel this too, too, um, Erica. So at some point in 2016, the realms of what happens usually in movies, mm -hmm. like Roger Rabbit style, you know, this like they just come together. Like the movie realm like merged with reality and we're seeing shit in the news that is like you would only see a batman villain say that shit you know what i mean uh, on the news and stuff and i'm just like praying to the the ken levine dimension dimension deciding gods to just like just unhook us from that so that we can bioshock should be like you can just flip through it and see like see this is why this dystopia would not work this is why this dystopia would not work. We don't need a real world dystopia. That's the point of 1984 is to scare the fuck out of you so that you don't ever let that happen. And that's why it's actually weirdly appropriate. We should be having a Bioshock podcast um, <laughs> today. We're like two days out from <laughs> it's so lutesque, guys. Will this happen or won't this happen? It's heads or tails. <laughs> um. So yeah, I'm not freaking out at all, guys. I'm really well adjusted. I'm just, I'm coping really well. Yeah, doing really well. I also just thought of this too. Um, I'm sorry, I am still pretty nervous. <laughs> so if my brain is like doing oh, all of this, like hopping fine. around, I promise I'll get comfortable <laughs> one <fine>. day. <laughs> just stay, stay, just lower your voice, like come down here with me. Like, cause when you're up there, it means you're nervous. Just be like, hey, what's up guys? How you doing? Yeah, they, exactly. <laughs> oh. um, well, actually, my voice is like that at work. Like, I'm all the way up here. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. It's a customer <laughs> service voice, yeah. <laughs> nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, but what, what I wanted to say was also how I said that we're living in Columbia. We're actually living in a mixture of Columbia and Rapture because oh. COVID mm -hmm. is like what happened to the people in Rapture. So it's like we're... <laughs> We're getting what we wanted, but like, yeah. not this way. <laughs> not this way, exactly. Oh shit, that's really real. Very, very true. Um, um, if I'm gonna live in Rapture, I would prefer it to be a VR. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
<laughs> also, now that we've opened the Pandora's box of politics, I just had a, I just got a stress headache just then. But I do uh, respect and value us segueing into that because that is so worthwhile. What is each of your stances on, uh, by the time uh, Bioshock 4 coming out, you know, Erica raises a very valid stance, which is that VR will be, um, you know, it's just, it's seemingly inevitable. I, I would prefer if we just, I just think VR is way too close to the eyes. I just, it's just, you know, I'm happy with it just being at that distance. But in the interest of discussion, uh, have you each had uh, kind of, what, what have you been your VR experiences, number one and number two? Would you be into the idea of uh, a Bioshock 4 with a VR option? Um, anyone can go first. Oh, definitely. Because okay. um, we just got the Oculus. We had pre-ordered it, so I only got it at the beginning of October. Mm -hmm. um, I only have a uh, Beat Saber for it because um, the games are somewhat expensive because it is fairly new. Um, but it is a completely different experience because like we talk about, you know, being immersed in the Bioshock universe because you, you go along with the character mm. in VR, you are the character and it feels mm. so real. Mm. And like my dad, he doesn't necessarily hate technology, but he definitely doesn't like everybody knowing everything. And like, he doesn't have a Facebook or anything. And I had him try it out. And he turned into a little kid. He was like, this is so cool. And he was like throwing like the, the tutorial balls like everywhere. And like, he was just having a blast because it feels so real. Okay. And at least with the Oculus 2, because I know they made a lot of upgrades um, since the original one. But you know, you put the, the barrier on where you're, the space you're working in. But if your head dips out of it, it has cameras on each of the corner that will then read your surroundings in black and white. So like, not only can you actually be immersed in this, but it's also safe. That's good. Okay, I like that. All right, all right. I'm an old man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I just get. I just get. I'm gonna change That's my mask. That's my pitch. <laughs> That's the pitch. Okay, now you go. Um, welcome <laughs> me. I the only time I did VR was I played Outlast, and I love Outlast so oh, yeah. much. I love creepy stuff, and the fact that you can't fight. You have to only run away from anything that's chasing you is great. But I think for Bioshock, the only way I would approve of it being VR is if I can actually touch what I'm seeing. I want to actually feel like I am there. If like it's one like it's great to feel as though I am the character, but it's like let me feel things. I want to feel the air. If if yeah. there's like a spring. You want a four D theater. <laughs> immerse me. That's, we're not that far off from it, you know? We're not. Um, I really like that. And, and I just want them to um, perfect, because when I see the gameplay of like a VR, I just see the, the hands just move like like crab hands, unless, you know, <laughs> the game. It's, it's not as great as it could be, um, but I know at least with the Oculus 2, they have made improvements for that. Like okay. you can actually put down the remotes and just use your hands. And it, the way it reads it is weird, but it does get every individual finger. Like how you were saying, like you wanted to touch stuff, like in one of the tutorials, when it's teaching you how to do things, you it ha asks you to grab the bottom two, but then the trigger not to grab it and actually take your finger. And with your actual finger, push the imaginary button. And of course it's not in front of you, but the okay. fact that you're seeing it, you're like, oh, hey, it's there. And look, I'm saying all this stuff about like, oh, you know, I'm like masks, why would I wear one? And I'm like putting on masks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like that one. This could be another character. Why not? You actually can't hear me through this, can you? Yeah, we can. You can? Oh, okay, cool. 
I think you're going to fog up <laughs> sooner. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they didn't yeah. think about back in Italy. Okay, Bioshock set in uh, Renaissance Italy. Go. What do you reckon? Ooh. I, I kind of had a... Assassin's Creed flashback, but that would be cool. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's have, where my mind went too. <laughs> I mean, now you have, uh, I, even though they haven't really brought in real world figures, uh, you have that Da Vinci kind of clockwork kind of thing that could happen with the bite with the big daddies. Uh, that could be interesting. Um, the Pope being Comstock. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yes. Uh, a whole fucking place underneath a Vatican City. Hey, we're just workshopping here. Mm-hmm. Serious. Can you believe that somewhere in this fucking on this planet they're, <laughs> they're creating a brand new Bioshock? Can you fucking I'm just imagining that? them listening and taking each and every one of these ideas that we're ideas. pitching and putting every single one in the game. Yeah, do it. <laughs> I'm serious. And again, if anything even remotely resembles anything we've pitched here, we are, you know, we're suing. We are. <laughs> I'm kidding. Like, good. at least put me and Erica in the live action. Come on. Uh, no, no, it's, but it, no, no, no. There's no at least because it's actually happening, and I'm going to make sure it does. So you'll be hosting that thing because it's like you've seen the Star Wars show. You see all these, you know, uh, IGN editors. They have their microphones. Like, that's so fucking aggressively happening. And then you, Erica, are working for Weta Workshop. And then you are going to be a stunt coordinator or a dance coordinator for, like, the Bioshock series. Okay. They're going to have you in the, the suit with all the green dots moving. Yes. <laughs> That's right. Because there has to be, like, I'm serious. like, And they are. There is so going to be a Bioshock streaming service. So, like, streaming um, steering, streaming series. Uh, Erica's going to do behind-the-scenes stuff. And also, like, have to have you have to have a cameo or whatever. And you absolutely need to be doing behind-the-scenes uh, dance um, coordination and, like, choreography and stuff. Uh, I would I also want- just love to do what uh, Troy Baker and Laura Bailey do. Um, like, they were in the last, was it The Last of Us? Yes. Hmm. And, you know, they're wearing the suits with, like, all the dots yep. and stuff. And I want to do that. So yeah, if they do, <laughs> if they need anyone to do that for Bioshock, me, I'm in there. <laughs> yeah, even Definitely. if And they have this... Um, thing with the I mean Bioshock actually does some nice key animations but I think especially with the fourth one I think there's going to be at least a a 10-year gap I don't think we're seeing Bioshock 4 until at least 2023 frankly because they've it was only just announced and it would be an interesting thing to be like 2013 Bioshock Infinite 2023 you know 10 years later um and I, I could see them you know bringing in based on how well it Gosh, when I was playing, have you guys played The Last of Us? We won't take too long, but um, Last of Us Part Two. No, I, I've already heard about it. So, like my friends ruined it for me, so don't worry, okay. you can talk about it. Okay. <laughs> well, I won't ruin it. I won't dumble. By the way, even if you've had certain parts like spoil, it doesn't. Uh, it's believe me. Like one thing that helps me with spoilers is hearing George R. R. Martin himself. He was like, "If you think the only reason to watch something is to go into the whole thing unspoiled." You're, uh, I, I didn't think, I don't think he said the word negated, but he's like, you're saying, you're basically saying that all the thousands of hours and years of effort of everyone around this thing, including the, you know, the costume and the music and, and all this, that all that those were worth for you was that, you know, that moment of freshness. And then I got this empath, this, this like empath crisis of like, 
I would never I would never try and like reduce the work of all these amazing hardworking fucking you know we appreciate everybody here <laughs> yeah and so you watching it despite the spoilers is like this gesture to the whole list of credits after you know which most people skip through but it's like a tribute to them and from mm -hmm. that point of view I've I've had some shit spoiled and like but going into that and I get annoyed because who wouldn't but I do have that thing that I, I I didn't used to handle spoilers very well before I heard that quote uh, and so like shout out to George R. R. Martin George Railroad Martin for like sorting me out <laughs> um but uh, no, no. So with spoilers, uh, don't worry about it. The main thing with Last of Us is that I honestly, as I was playing it, I couldn't see like pixels. Like I just saw people. I just saw people like as they are. And and what would be lovely is if we see some people cast in Bioshock for like you know you know Kojima blew that open with um, having uh, Mads Mikkelsen. God, Mads Mikkelsen in a Bioshock would be incredible. Uh, you know Hannibal, right? Like he, he sort of did this, you know, Death Stranding, which I've covered pretty extensively from Kojima. Um, you could, so tell me actors, we need to just forget budgets. Who are some Bioshock as fuck actors? Like Tilda Swinton, like she would be amazing in, in some- A Lutess. A Lutess, yeah, yeah, okay. That's, that's cool. Um, any ideas that like people who have sort of a Bioshock energy to them, it's like you would be really good for this. I think, yeah, go for it. Any Helena Bohem Carter. <laughs> I agree. Queen. <laughs> like, and she's great because like if she's not just in her PJs, like living life, yeah. it's like that, you know, gothic, you know, sort of Victorian wizard type sort of outfits and she just owns it. And there's no in between. It's, it's the, <laughs> for me. It's just that. <laughs> it's amazing. I dig it. Uh Easy. Also, another thing, because I know you're a bit quiet. Let me just tell you. Remember, you're like a little mouse or whatever. Can I just tell you? <laughs> it's all good. Um, with podcasting, I, I figured this out. If you go to my earliest podcast, I, I'm all the way up here because I'm like worried about what people think. And I'm like, um, you need to just like... Uh, it's just the three time, of us. <laughs> the fucking three of us. And it's also, you know, that fucking... In Australia, it's like you just mung it with someone. You just fucking, <laughs> fucking just like flip-flops shorts just you just don't give a fuck like and you just fucking splay like i just oh i just don't want to be rude and talk no. over oh my because god because i'll cut people off Never. <laughs> in fact if it's a good idea i'm not gonna be mad about it. <laughs> yeah. it and it's insulting to me that you haven't interrupted me more frankly. so if you could interrupt me at least 10 more times please then i think we'll be even but you're you're in an interrupting deficit so okay Oh my god! You just score three more points. Yeah, yeah. But also, like, it's all chill. Like, your daddy. That's it. Uh, also, have you have you recorded a podcast before, Izzy? Um, I I did for my class. Okay. <laughs> but it was like a it was like a test thing. Uh, we were talking about Baldwin, okay. uh, James Baldwin, for um theater history. Mm -hmm. And I'm going to college for theater. First of all, let's do that. <laughs> yes. Yay, thank you. So um, when you said, oh, who do you imagine to, you know, be in, I was like, me? Oh, yeah, don't say it. And as I said, I've said it before. Um, that is, again, I've, I've, you know, just from reaching out, like there's such a democratization now of making connections on Twitter uh, and, and Instagram. It's And you just get into each other's DMs and then it's like, hey, can you come and film this day? Like that is, it's, it does happen that quickly. And just by virtue of having this orbiting uh, and, and, you know, being on the show, it, it's just that that algorithmic Venn diagram of 
when eventually Cloud Chamber have their Instagram going and when there is a dedicated page and there is that that kind of cross-pollination, like that is a DM away from each of you being part of it. So you need to start manifesting that because I, I can't do it on my own. I can manifest, but it has to be all three of us, like the Power Rangers. You know, <laughs> yeah. God, I'm so fucking old. I'm if they release old. merch, I can photograph it. Yes. Okay. <gasps> yes. Okay. I, I'm really hoping that they're gonna release some stuff. You're like, believe right. it or not, I still don't have a Big Daddy figurine, so I'm really jealous of yours in the background. <laughs> really? I'll give you mine. I have two. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no the, <laughs> the thing is, okay, my friends knew that I love I love Bioshock, so they didn't know that I bought myself one. So for my birthday, everyone was like, we pitched in and we got you a Big Daddy. And I was like, I already have it. <laughs> so now I just say, what's better than one Big Daddy? Two Big Daddy. That's Definitely. Right. Who doesn't want two Big Daddy? I mean, I got mine, oh, but yes. it's not the same. Oh, oh but you yours is the best. Yours is chef's kiss. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <That's> amazing. <laughs> Oh, I dig it. I dig it. Um, and uh, look, I mean, speaking of uh, <laughs> speaking of uh, um, uh, now, now, because now I get overloaded by by hype when when you start talking about things like what could be rolling out for the new one, and mm-hmm. um, I, I guess to kind of hype some of the listeners out. And I remember with the, with the podcast, it is it's it's. Ultimately, for me, it started out as a self-serving thing. I was, uh, Izzy, uh, before the show, I was telling Erica how I only really started podcasting because I felt like I didn't feel represented in the podcasting sphere because they would just really zone in on really inane shit that didn't interest me at all, like their their day and like their... Do- and it's like, that's fine, you can go into it, but like, I'm here for like, to really... The content. <laughs> and, and above all, I think one of the gifts of podcasting is Mind's Eye Cinema, which is you know most people are listening to this shout out to izzy's friends family whatever tuning in erica's friends fam fa- friends <laughs> and family tuning in you can say hi to them and stuff uh while they're washing dishes doing whatever and if you started just saying like by the way like start thinking about what this is going to be like when this comes out and like the standees and the giant billboard ads for bioshock 4 because that's that's you know 2k is the same studio as like you know i, I think nba 2k so they have a massive amount of pull uh, very much very similar to how like ea they have you know you know ea sports or whatever but then they have dragon age and we haven't even fucking mm-hmm. started talking about dragon age uh, we're going to talk about that um so uh, like for the order okay <laughs> for the order <laughs> 1880, <laughs> for the order 1886 overwhelming excitement <laughs> yeah, I am. and this is what's cool about like it's just fucking hanging out essentially podcasting is just hanging out uh, for the order 1886, did you guys know that as a, as a promotional thing, they had a horse-drawn cart, like 1800 style, like as a promotional thing, like go around and like people could get into the carriage and like I think there was even a PS4 inside the carriage you could play, and 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 it was it was a, a collaboration with Uber, right? As a promo, you could, and also um, there was the Chocobo Mobile as as a promo for like Final Fantasy. Could you see anything interesting, real world like that they could be doing for a Bioshock Four? I guess it would be based on that, but anything that comes to mind like that? There's plenty of lighthouses. Oh fuck me! 
Okay. It's covered on the coast of literally like every country. So we live in New England, so Erica knows yeah. that there's a lot of lighthouses. I'm losing and my shit right now. <laughs> Wait, and you know, t- TikTok is a very big thing. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I'm on it a lot. Yeah, yeah. But you I feel like they would probably use TikTok to also help spread. Yeah. Like, all right, you know, hashtag you know, a lighthouse or something, and you'll just see, like, just a whole bunch of creators and at yeah. lighthouses, and every time they open a door, it goes to, like, someone else living some, like... <gasps> like one of those interactive apps, like how they did Pokemon Go, and then you have to go to yeah. all the lighthouses, and each one opens a different door to a different reality. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Can you just fucking hire these two women already? I'm just directly... <laughs> pleading, directly... Ple- is it is it Shannon or something? Uh, listen, God <laughs> They have, this is all you need, these two. This isn't smoke blowing. Like, these are fucking incredible ideas. So, that takes social, media mar- social media marketing. <laughs> we yeah, got it. Hire them. Why yes. not? <laughs> Just fucking do it. And you guys could move to wherever they're at. Where are they, where are they based, Cloud Chamber? Where are they? Oh, they're in the US. So, you guys could, like, mm-hmm. you could bust it. <laughs> is it Los Angeles? I think so. Um, I'd have to look. Most uh, likely. Yeah, yeah. They, 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 um, I'm hearing more and more. So, Cloud Chamber. I mean, I've already road tripped across the country when I was younger with my parents, so oh, yeah? <laughs> nothing Nova- different to me. <laughs> Novato, California, and Montreal, Quebec is where they're based. Quebec is closer. Okay, so there you go. You guys are moving to Quebec next year. How do you feel about that? <laughs> I'm fine. <laughs> I, like I don't like snow. <laughs> like, we had snow the other day, and it made me so sad. I was like, we had snow before Halloween again. Oh. Wouldn't it be... Wouldn't it be awesome if like as an easter egg to make all of you know us big fans like as a hashtag or a way to bring everyone in like oh would you kindly and then like yes yes like hashtag. that's the hashtag like hashtag would you kindly mm-hmm. and like oh i, Is, I see that being used more and more um because like we were talking before you came in uh, my animal crossing island I did end up putting it on that website that I was sending you uh, screenshots, like, because people were yeah. like, oh, my God, hey. Mm. And in one of their thing, it's, um, would you kindly leave a review of my island? And I didn't put that in. Like, that's their actual, like, that's plug it. when you're putting your island info in. And I was like, oh, I'm going to leave it. <laughs> Good. Fuck you. Yeah. Okay. All right. You're neither of us. I'm just as guilty. We cannot forget this woman's name. Her name is Kelly Gilmore. Okay. Kelly, Kelly Gilmore. KG. She's the KG. All right. Burning into my brain. Burning <laughs> into my brain. And Gilmore yeah. Girls. That's a show. That is how I will remember it. <laughs> Association. Yes. Okay. Melissa McCarthy confirms to be in Bioshock 4. <laughs> she'd be great in it, actually. I think she'd be great. I think Kate McKinnon would be great. I don't know. Why not? Get some get some people who want to prove their dramatic chops. Uh, you know, um, Norman Reedus actually was a good fit because he he had this thing of... Uh, someone said, oh gosh, they were talking about Willem Dafoe. And now I obviously have to talk about The Lighthouse. Have you seen The Lighthouse, Izzy? Like with Robert Patterson? Yes. <laughs> um, it's good, is- good movie. Okay. Or a good film, but to me, it felt like Eraser Head, which, like, no matter how many times I see it, my head hurts, and I'm yeah. like, no more, no more, please. It's, it's 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 like just like with Lynch, the idea is to make you feel something more than it more than it making too much sense. I guess it's like an experiential thing. Uh, Jodorowsky does that a lot. Um, I love. I think it's Hodo. I think you say. I love Jodorowsky. Have you guys seen many 
Um, have you seen that at all? Like any of his no, uh, Holy um, Mountain? But I understand kind of what you're getting at. Like um, Studio Ghibli mm -hmm. and oh. Disney get compared a lot, how they like touch you. And yeah. there was a quote somewhere that I had saw that um, Disney touches your heart, but Ghibli touches your soul. Oh, my heart and my soul. <laughs> I love that. Um, well, <laughs> someone has to, uh, I'm going to actually Google it later. You know, Bioshock done in the style of Ghibli. I, I could actually hack a, a, a really well, beautifully made Bioshock anime. I'd be I'd be open for that actually. Oh, I'm not much in, not much into the anime sphere. Most like, but but again, Ghibli. There's many Ghibli. different styles when it comes to anime because you have like, I don't know, the 80s and 90s, which I don't prefer, and then you have the more modernized, and then you have the like quote unquote American anime, which is more of just plain animation. Yeah, like Ruby. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Oh my God, Ruby. That's another conversation, girl. Because <laughs> that one is all computer. It's all computer. Rooster Teeth and like. Red versus Blue. However, they do it, as long as they do it justice, I'm happy. <laughs> okay. It's sad that we don't have Red versus Blue type things anymore, like the McKinema. Uh, yeah. There you go. Um. Okay, this is for Izzy. Uh, Atlantis, obviously, you know, we talked about, I know, mm -hmm. I know. I love that that's like your one woman campaign, which is slowly turning into like however many, you know, Insta people slash TikTok people. What's your bigger platform? Is it Insta or TikTok? It's, it's definitely TikTok. <laughs> I'm trying yeah. to make Instagram uh, a thing. I mean, my, my like name is the same everywhere, like Muse Left, Muse Left mm -hmm. everywhere. But it's just because I heard I there have been rumors that Atlantis is being done a live action, and I'm like, please, me. Yes. Everyone says <laughs> yes. even before I dyed my hair blonde that I look like her, and I'm just manifesting as much as I can. Manifesting, and that's my Definitely. word. I, yeah, we got that. And Disney Plus has honestly blown open the doors for all kinds of the volume. The place where they're filming The Mandalorian is essentially <gasps> replacing, I know, they're replacing blue screen in a beautiful way. In fact, there's all kinds of articles written about it. And by the time you are in the Atlantis series, which you will be, say it with me, you will be. I will. Yes. <laughs> uh, it'll, it'll have been like developed to even, an even further kind of extent where they can like do all kinds of new things. But honestly, I just watched episode one of the season of the next season of Mandalorian. It's just indistinguishable. They may as well have been shooting on location. Like, it's just incredible. So uh, that's that's your mission. Um, Erica, do you have something along those lines, apart from opening your Bioshock-themed amazing bar that has, like, the elevator that takes you down to the <laughs> that we talked about last time? Uh, I don't know. It, it, I mean... It, even though, it doesn't have to be Bioshock-related. No. Okay. I mean, I, I'm pretty much content. <laughs> <laughs> like... I'm very easy to please. <laughs> okay. okay, that's cool. I think I think a mission is very... I think there's a lot of... You know, you can look into the astrology of it, but there's a lot of crazy change happening in the universe now that, you know, priorities, uh, a bit, very different lives. Will, <laughs> we, we're, I'm taking it one day at a time at this point. Taking it, <laughs> thank you. Actually, we needed that. Um, you know, Izzy and I... You know, you and I, we can manifest all we want, but if the world ends in three days, it doesn't matter. I mean, it was supposed to end in, what, 2012 when the Mayan calendar ended? Like, I've, I, how many times have I been through this? <laughs> like, and I'm still here. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was a top comment somewhere where someone said the Mayans 
got it like just one they switched it around it wasn't 2012 it was 2021 <laughs> so they just, I don't know, uh, nice knowing you guys <laughs> it won't happen because i'm going to open a tear i don't care what it is <laughs> <laughs> just get at it take us with you please izzy take take all the listeners with you too <laughs> I'm right. hopping over at Erica and then we'll come meet you. <laughs> <laughs> Normally, I joke with people like when they go on vacation. I'm like, I'm small enough, I could fit in a suitcase, but with you, I don't have to. <laughs> you know, I normally wouldn't uh, because, you know, everyone's got different kind of views on it, but I'm very open with it. I, I'm, I'm just straight up like white. I've got some Polish, maybe some Italian, uh, a bit of Scottish. Ray has this amazing, like, it's uh, Moroccan and, and she's got some Egyptian and stuff. But whenever you turn your head, I swear, I see Mayan. Are you, uh, do you have some kind of heritage there with like, yeah, I, I want to ask, is he? Well, here's the thing. Uh, there's a thing. I don't know if you guys did over there, but it's like to check your DNA. Mm -hmm. um, 23 and me, I think. Yeah. There's a, there's a couple of them. Yeah. Yeah. I want to do one of those because my mom said that we are Puerto Rican, but she knows that we're something more, but sadly I don't have any living um, grandparents. Uh, okay. Or I have a grandma who's alive, but she has dementia, so she doesn't remember anything. Mm. So it's like, I can't really ask like, hey, where's the family from? Mm. But what my mom knows from her mom uh, before she passed away was that we are somewhere in Europe. She's not sure if it's uh, like Mediterranean. Oh, there you go. Cool. Or like Spain, but she said it's something because our nose, our noses. I I thought growing up it was like Native American, but my mom's like, no, it's it's more like I don't think Egyptian. It's more Italy. I oh, could be could be a bit okay. of Spanish there. You know, like, Ray, she could almost be from anywhere. Roman. She's <laughs> yeah, she's got the. You saw I've I've linked her a bunch like Egyptian, uh, Egyptian Bangla and and Moroccan. That's her sort of kind of mix but honestly you and just like her you guys could sort of be from anywhere <laughs> like you yeah. could be from like Spain or Portugal or whatever and I want to say you have all of northern Europe covered including Transylvania I just want to say this Erica <laughs> you could so just be like hey what's up come to my like Ukrainian like amazing man come to my lair <laughs> you need to oh you both I mean I I know my family is so many different things that we've actually like lost count like oh, I, when people ask I'm like in eh, German and Spanish because I know that's like the bigger chunks of it it, I'm Jewish, like, Asian, Swedish, like, and like I know my uh, last name is actually Lithuanian, <laughs> so oh, I, I definitely have some root there. Um, but they say that you're like what six people between like everybody else or something like oh, that, yeah. you know, related somehow. So we're all one essentially. <laughs> yeah, that's almost a really good thesis statement for the whole episode. We are all the one. Let's not fight. And we are all in mm -hmm. one, and, and simultaneously all the dimensions. There's only one race, the human race. Yeah. Um, I, I, sh I figured I'd reveal this at this point. Um, so do you have any, either of you an ability to quickly type twitter.com forward slash Albert Kessa, like my Twitter name? If you don't have that, it's just for like this reveal thing I want to do. It's really lame. Wait, type, you want us to type it? Yeah, yeah, so twitter.com forward slash Albert Kessa. A L B E R T C H E double S A. Because a thing should technically happen when you do that, apparently, today. Wait, uh, what is it? Twitter.com. What's that? Uh, a L B E R T C H E double S A. Just like my uh, my name on Insta, whenever I've like linked myself. Apparently. 
Apparently something happens when you do that. Today. Having If you're not having any luck, that's okay. Don't worry about it. You mean because it's your birthday and then something goes, whoo. That's right. It is my birthday today. Happy birthday. <laughs> I didn't need the internet. <laughs> it wasn't even working. I was like, I'm going to tap into my my mind reading skills. Mind reading skills. Um, Happy birthday. Okay. Blah 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 blah. blah. When, when I, I I I like to be super fucking productive on my birthday. That's why I'm recording. Uh, I can't I can't do the thing of like it's bring me the gifts and let's do the thing. I I'm after this literally I'm going downstairs to like just tidy the basement because it's the only way I won't be able I won't I'm, I just I'm stressed. <laughs> uh, and it's important you know it's so weird because we are. Uh, you can hug oh. Mr. Bubbles. Thank you. Oh, is that okay? <laughs> Beautiful. Also, I'll be I'll be clipping out like parts of the show, like I did with the um, with Eric and I's episode last time, that you guys can share on you know your respective channels. Um, we are at one twenty six, so that would make us having recorded for almost an hour and a half exactly. You do develop an internal podcaster clock at at, at some point. Um, how are we all doing? And uh, what's what's the time for everyone also over there? It's like it's. 1026 p.m. 10 or 10 yeah, 1030. Okay. Sorry, you... I always round up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 1030. I always run a little late, so I always round up so that way I'm on time. <laughs> I might actually peel away and go and be the birthday boy if that's, you know, might do that. But I got to say, I, I've, we both keep outdoing each, each last episode with just more kindredness, more awesomeness. And uh, I am looking forward to just, uh, I was saying again, um, you will be able to see this later. Uh, um, Izzy, but before you were coming on, it was just uh, Eric and I talking. First of all, I mentioned like, isn't it lovely that she's waiting to be invited on? I'm like, it is your show. Like when I send you the link, just come in through the door. You know what I mean? We're Mediterranean. Just come in. <laughs> right. Um, so there was that. But also I wanted to say like, just like with the Harry Potter kids or whatever, it would be so cool in like 50 years, not 50 years. Oh my God. 50 episodes. <laughs> For you guys to be I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> no, no, no. Because no. I know that you only recently met each other, 2019. But there's the sisterhood mm -hmm. there. There's the kinship, especially. We won't go into it, but we had a moment. Yes, in I the, do. In... I do. Hold on. Let me get it from the wall. Oh, <laughs> oh you oh. still have it. <laughs> That's really sweet. I handed out only probably like, I don't know, 15 or 20 of those. Like, there, it was very limited. Oh. Yeah, it means like so yeah. much to me. I put it on my oh. calendar so I see it every morning. Oh. <laughs> I'm taking my hat off to that. That means so much. That means so much to me. Like, cause like you know, like when we we met, like, Bioshock has been out for a while. You know, it's it's the community is there, but it's quiet. You yeah. know, yeah. so when I I see everybody in cosplay and actually like enjoying it, I get so excited. Like even in, um, a while back, somebody else was like, "Oh my god, that's you! I have this total candid photo of you from the con." And I was like, "When did you take that?" And it's me trying to put the piece of the dome back into Big Daddy. Yeah. And another one was like, "Oh, that's you! Yeah, no, you've been cosplay famous in our house before we I knew you were in this group." And I was like, "Oh, hey. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful." And I think it's just like the Spanish in me, but. When I meet someone and we just click automatically in my head, I'm like family. family. Right. family. Yes. <laughs> you yeah. can't get out of it. That's right. Definitely. Tutte due di voi siete la mia famiglia. Both of you are my oh. family as well. Because I'm Italian. <laughs> there you go. 
Oh, literally. Oh, wow. Like super heartwarming. Like I get a, I, I keep getting, I think that I keep getting like crustier and more, more jaded, but like that was just so wholesome and like <laughs> heart melting, really beautiful. Um, but yeah, here's to many more guys. Like I'm, I'm really stoked to kind of see that path of, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure you'll be like messaging and like getting to know each other outside of the shows. And I'll always remember there's like quintuple zero pressure ever to record on time ever have to record blah 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 like it's the complete because we all have like work and study and stuff so it has to be an escape from that it has to have no connotations of like mm -hmm. rush to come home it's like it's all chill if like whatever i was so excited i even asked my <laughs> my boss i was like can i get out of work just for like like 10 minutes earlier please <laughs> they didn't even ask why i was like thank you goodbye <laughs> Bye. <laughs> i need um, to be in my room <laughs> but conversely if it comes to being a great excuse to leave work early please do say to whoever <laughs> you just say actually sorry i have a recording i need, I need to a mental health check <laughs> like can i dip <laughs> right also and i i'm just again I've, i say this i'm such a daggy old man but i'm just so so grateful um to have found i couldn't have hoped to have found better co-hosts for the show and i think it's it's a cool kind of um melding of the of the of the different dimensions if we want to use a bioshock term that uh managed to kind of reach through the we cover all the bases yeah <laughs> and find like the actual perfect duo so that's you guys we'll definitely be hopping in and out of cosplay in these episodes okay. <laughs> like, yeah. maybe, maybe next episode i'll be in pajamas but then after that i'll be i'll be corset elizabeth <laughs> yes right. that's my then, favorite version because i i actually have a few corsets <laughs> And if we hit a certain Patreon tier, I will go as Elizabeth. I'm kidding. <laughs> we haven't set up the Patreon yet, if we're going to do that. We but should. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, again, we grow this into whatever um, you, each of your respective communities respond with, blah, blah, blah. I just like to facilitate and connect and, uh, you know, there you go. I just want COVID to be over. So, like, maybe we could just all go to Australia or you can come here and we'll yeah. just all meet up in New York. <laughs> Um, yes, I, I think I mentioned it last time too, but um, there's another cosplayer uh, that I haven't actually met her yet, but um, Jamie Stonedead on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She has connections to one of those like, escape room things, and one of the rooms is Bioshock themed, and she had done a photo shoot with her big sister outfit there. Excellent. So if we could all just meet there. <laughs> done. done. Yes. I love I agree. Yeah. I'm in. Okay. Done and 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 seriously, like, <laughs> when we when we went in 2016, we were like, this place feels like an extension of our souls. Like we love New York so much. So if we were to move anywhere, we'd be there. And yeah, let's let's really manifest. In fact, the next time we speak, it'll be after, you know, November 3rd and stuff. So sending good vibes to you and so and lots of love from Ray and I to both of you. Yes. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Take it easy, everyone. And until next time, do you guys want to sign off or whatever? Say goodbye. Well, happy birthday again. Enjoy okay. yourself. <laughs> Happy birthday. Oh, say goodbye to the listener. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> All right. Bye, everyone. <laughs> bye, guys. Bye. Now, we're in the post show, like the green room. You know this theater lady. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> By the way, also, I don't know if I told you this, Erica, but I was <laughs> in a play. <laughs> <laughs>
and uh, it was um, it's not that it's not that impressive. In two thousand and four, I was quartermaster Hitchens for the Broadway uh, version, not in, not on Broadway, but we did it at the Canberra Theatre. Uh, there was a Broadway production of Titanic the Musical. So okay. uh, I was, there's apparently um, I was the guy who who drove the ship into the iceberg. Great job, <laughs> great job. So Erica, have you ever done any theatre like uh, Izzy here? No. Um... All through like high school and stuff, I was very, very shy, like complete wallflower. And then when I got to college, I was like, I'm going to embrace this. I could actually do what I want, especially because um, I went to an art school. So like my photography class, like my graduating photography class from my grade was there's five of us. So we're like really close now. And then that's kind of how I came into being and when I really started doing cosplay seriously. That's cool. And give us a little rundown of this theater stuff you've done, Izzy, and like your dancing as well. Oh. Yes, Miss Ballerina. Gaffret. Um, so I've done Cats the Musical. I did Fox that in high Cats. school. <laughs> and I refuse to watch the live action or whatever that horrible thing that they did. <laughs> I refuse to watch it. It's so cringe. Yeah. I'm like, you want to see real? <laughs> I have <laughs> the DVD of when I was in it on stage. That is a musical. That's great. But um, I've also, done congratulations that. on the DVD. You're not gonna get. You're not gonna get away with that. Seriously, well done. <laughs> Thank you. Yep. Um, and oh, I've I've done like a few um, things for friends, like when 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 I wasn't in college yet, and they were doing like um, like projects. I've done a few stuff, but mostly it was just me. I think I've gotten more comfortable uh, when TikTok used to be musically. <laughs> Okay. I used to use that a lot and I had it on private just like because it was just for me mm -hmm. and I don't know it's like it, it's helped it's helped a lot like for college now because I'm in a oh it's a two-year college community college cool um so it's it's not it's not a real theater place <laughs> but like, it doesn't I, matter I just, it's all about the experience and what you learn yeah I agree with Erica I know, but out there in the real world, they'll see like, oh. No, no, like, that's the thing. That's one of the biggest misconceptions about college is that, like, you could be from Harvard or Yale. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. you know, it could be the community college. As long as you have the qualifications and you actually produce the work that whoever's hiring you wants, it doesn't matter where you got the degree from. They honestly don't care. Yeah, straight up. Same here. I'm, like, really excited, but also at the same time, I keep... Because everything that's been happening, you know, this year, in my head, I'm like, they'll never pick me for these roles because no. I'm not white. And it's just like, and my, my director, my, I know my director, who's also my advisor, she's like, don't think like that because no. then, you know, you'll think like that and then you'll choke when you're in your auditions. And I'm like, okay, I'm not going to be, I'm not going to think like that. Yeah, no, I, you, you, you have to manifest it because then that turns into your confidence. Yeah. And again, we have the ability to literally like, not to be corny, but you know how Elizabeth like pulls things from other realities. Like there is a reality where you will get to Broadway, whatever you want to achieve, you just have to pull yourself to it. It's it's honestly valid language to use. Like you have to manifest it and then pull it in. Um, I want to note on that. So Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I can't remember her name. She's wonderful. The actress who plays Rosa. And, uh, and she was talking about having gone into audition for Melissa Fumero's role on Brickle and I-9. And she was like, and I learned that Melissa 
got the role and I, I felt so happy for her, but then I felt sad because, you know, uh, and then they called me back for Rosa and, but because she couldn't believe and, and this is lame and it shouldn't even be a thing, but because she started crying because she's like, I never thought they would hire two Hispanic people, <laughs> two, two Hispanic yeah. women. And I was like, they are the greatest fucking characters in that series. And I'm so man, you're, like you're, you're, you're a munchkin. You're going to be part of that wave of like us evolving as a fucking human race away from the fucking mentality of the thirties where only certain people like, fuck that. Like everyone needs to just loosen the fuck up. The Again, boomers like, are slowly dying off. Yeah, <laughs> bye. Fair, fair, fair. <laughs> fuck fair, fair, fair. That's right. Anyway, um, have you enjoyed your almost two hours hanging out with the Italian grandpa? <laughs> I'm glad you have. I was so nervous because I was like, what if like I just talk and they don't like anything that I'm saying? Just enough. Erica, can you? I totally understand. The first time I was legit like, I don't have the, the study guide to this quiz. <laughs> you don't have study guides when you go and hang out with friends? Like there's no guide to just hanging. There's, there's no guide to hanging out. There you go. This is true. I will never. I think it's just, I think it's just how I was raised growing up. Um, with a father who didn't really support, you know, the dreams that I had. So it's like, I'm always trying to like, not show Soften myself. The blow. Because, mm -hmm. Yeah, because, but, but, well, you saw my recent post, I am trying to shine brighter. Okay. And yes. um, I, I got a lot of messages, like, everyone was like, yeah, we've noticed, like, you've grown so much. And I'm like, oh, okay, good. It's like, also okay. scary that you guys have been watching me, but... <laughs> I know they went in like a loving way. Like I blew blossomed. No, but honestly, because I, and like I think I mentioned this last time when we had talked. Like there was a, a coworker that I have, and she's great. She's great at her job, but the way that she carries herself, she's very intimidating. So she gets shut out just yeah. because of that. You know. So if if you just are you and you shine, and especially because you know positive vibes breed positive vibes. They do. It, it only can be good stuff from there. And like even like he was saying, the that lady didn't get the the role that she wanted, but she ended up getting another role. You won't know unless you shoot your shot. That's right, and um, and we yeah, just move away from the idea of uh, you know selfhood uh, being like some people equate selfhood to selfishness. It's like no, you're just being yourself, you know. And uh, I'm learning that. <laughs> So you're fine. You're fine. Big hugs. Life is too short. <laughs> right. Big hugs. Okay. Get in. Get on in this. Erica, get, get in here. All right. Take care, everyone. Great to see you both. And so good to have a, a very lovely uh, inaugural, inaugural episode with, uh, with Izzy here. Did you have a good time? I did. Okay, fantastic. I wish it was longer. <laughs> I know, I know. We if could only, go all night. <laughs> only I wasn't. I was gonna say if only I wasn't born. But no, I have that birthday stuff that I have to do. But no. Um. But yeah, like let's let's um do a thing where I don't know. We'll figure out a time where we can go literally as long as we like. And one thing I'll eventually also be able to do is because um, uh, I do want to see just. A, just you and you two, just like you guys go. And like, I want to see like that as a listener, I get to kind of step back and sort of see both of you guys sort of take ownership of it and stuff. But it is only ever as comfortable and as like, you know, gradual as you guys like. And I know I mentioned the Patreon thing or whatever, but it's just like so in, insanely like, um, you know, natural and, and organic to what you each want, then I will ha like happily just move around what you guys want to do. So skills, good time. <laughs> Amazing. I'm a big planner, so I know 
if it would be like if it was just me and Erica, I would want to like, all right, let's meet up, you know, at Starbucks yeah. or something, and let's just think of topics for each video. Yes. But it's yeah. Like, it's like for each video, it's not only going to be like that. Like it, there's going to be a lot of randomness and talking about other things, but yeah, yeah, always. We always go off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, tangents are super welcome, and remember that's like the heart of it. But like you're more than welcome to put stuff together, and I am just here, kind of just to sort of connect and sort of like facilitate and make promo art. But yeah, you guys are the show, so don't forget it. <laughs> Skills. Okay, another round of hugs. I feel like I'm at the door. You know, you know when you're like saying goodbye to relatives. Just, okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, okay, bye. bye. <laughs> right. Great to see you guys, and we'll speak soon. Okay. Bye. Yes. Bye. <laughs> I know. We'll we'll do something. We'll get together. We have another call. <laughs> That's right. We will. Okay. Bye. Great to see you guys. Bye. bye.